What's up? What's up, everybody? You're tuned in to the new Del C show. And of course, I'm your host, Del C. Today is March 6, 2023. Um, I'm going to say like this. March 6, 1994, someone special came into my life. Although I was not able to go in the delivery room, I was there that day. It was snowing that day. It was a blizzard. My father and his friends was there. We got the cigars, but we were not allowed to come in. We came in the next day. Um, So I want to wish a happy birthday to my son. I want to wish him a happy birthday. Um, And that's pretty much it. You know, people make choices in their life. I was always there for him. You know what I'm saying? Through the ups and downs. I was a strict father. You know what I mean? But I I always show my kids love. If you look at the pictures, you can see that I was there to teach him how to ride a bike. I played basketball with him. I went to his games. You know what I'm saying? I was bought him what he bought him all kind of clothes. I made him more decked out than me. You know what I'm saying? It, it's sometimes, even though, you know, I learned how to budget my money right. I remember breaking $150 off. That's all my check got. I got something for him and I got something for me. You know what I'm saying? Because my father did the same for me. He looked out for all of us, all five of us. And um, that's all I know. Um, R.I.P. to my father that was there for us since day one until the day he died. You know what I'm saying? He was always, you know, me and my father had our ups and downs, but I love him. I miss him. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that's what it is. You know what I mean? So happy birthday to my son. I love you forever. You know what I mean? Whenever you're ready to have that talk with me, whatever it is, let's have that talk. You know what I'm saying? Because I love you. I love all my kids. All my kids. Okay? All of them. All four of them. You know what I'm saying? All four of them. But, but uh, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. And um, that's all I'm going to say on that. Did anybody <laughs> watch Chris Rock live? show on Netflix 
I'm going to tell you, man, he went in. He talked about his wife, his kids, his everything. You know we had to talk about the Will Smith situation. And I'm not going to get into the details and all that. Y'all need to check it out for yourself. He went in on Will Smith. He went in on Jada. He even, man, he even talked about, um, I don't know why he talked about Megan, um, why he talked about her, um, you know, from Harry and Megan, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, um, Markel, Marco or whatever, why he talked about her, but he did, um, I'm going to talk about them in a few minutes because I had a chance of I had the chance of actually watching that as well. So um, I was just going through some Netflix stuff and seeing some movies or whatever. And um, I said, let me see this Chris Rock thing. I got to see this. You know what I'm saying? So he went in. He went in on Will Smith about what happened at the Oscars and how much he basically looked up to him and how. Um, on um what's that emancipation or whatever um he talked about he wish he whipped him he was one of the people that you know you gotta see it you gotta see it you have to see it you got to see the movie you know what i'm saying i mean not the movie what am i saying go see the movie go see the will smith movie but i'm saying you need to you need to go on netflix and look at that chris rock um, live. He seemed like at the end of the show, he did get a little emotional. You know what I'm saying? He's still hurting from Will Smith. You know what I mean? And it, I know his brothers want to get it, Will Smith, but Chris Rock ain't trying to do that. He's not trying to go on Oprah. He's not trying to go on Gail King. This is what he's saying. That's not who he is. You know what I'm saying? He They will one day talk but right now is not the time. He don't want to talk. He want to vent. So he's going to be going in on Will Smith. He's going to be going in on Jada. And that's what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? And uh, hey, it is what it is. He took some shots at. Man, I can't give it away. You got to watch it. You got to watch it, man. Go on Netflix and check it out. That's all I can tell you right now. Um, Master P is saying farewell to the industry. He's leaving the industry. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what led to this. Maybe because his son went back on growing up hip-hop or whatever, and um, a lot of things is coming out about him. You know what I mean? And you can't believe everything that 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 the media says, and I'm going to get into all that because you know how paparazzi, you know how the media is, period, in America, but apparently it's like that in the UK, and it's been like that in the UK. But I want to talk about that in a few minutes. But Nas speaks on impact on Jay-Z's beef on his career in the GQ uh, interview. Let me say this. Congratulations to Nas. Nas is having a great year. He had a great year for the last couple of years, constantly coming out with albums. Listen, hit. I'm going to say Hit Boy is bringing out the best of Nas and Nas is bringing out the best of Hip Boy. Hip Boy got some, he got some stuff that he's going to do with um, one of the um, Griselda people. Um, what is it? It's, it's um, Benny the Butcher. He got something, you know, of course, what he did with Game. 
and I think he's working with somebody else. And there's about to be a um, King's Disease 4 or 3 or whatever. I'm off, a little off right now. So that's about to happen. And you already know he's going to put 50 on. But I'm going to talk about 52. I got to talk about the 50 situation with the Melly Mel and Eminem situation. I got to talk about that. But back to Nas, the Queens rapper. I said his feud with Hole was one of a few. Um, I don't even know what that part says. I can't read my own writing. I hate that. Um, shocking turns that occurred to him are what rappers are uh, all about. Right? I agree with him. Um, the situation with Willie D and Scarface. Now, I don't know if he was invited on the Grammys because a lot of few people were complaining that we're not on the Grammys that should have been on the Grammys. And like I said, some people like Will Smith was was working on bad boys and, you know, but, you know, they they had their little riff with each other and maybe both of them was right. Um, Why? Scarface turned it. um, Willie D, I think, was offered to go on the Grammys while all the other rappers was on there performing. Instead, um, Willie D said no, and I think Scarface decided to go on and do his thing. So I can't knock. He had to go on there and represent, but he should have gave a shout-out to Willie D. But, you know, their relationships are crazy anyways, man. So I hope that they straighten that situation out because I appreciate Willie D and Scarface. I'm a Ghetto Boys fan. I did not know that uh, they didn't get along with um, Bushwick Bill. I didn't know that. I didn't know a lot of things about them. But to us, they was a dope group. Scarface alone, a, a solo artist, was dope. I think Willie D had a lot of records that were powerful as well. You know what I'm saying? They both did their thing. You know what I'm saying? And that, that's it. It's a shame that, you know, that happened between them. But they were both honest with each other. And um, it is what it is. Um Let me get in talking. I talked about that. I want to say this, man. This is the last episode of uh, Snowfall. It's about, you know, a young kid trying to come up in the drug, you know, drug world in L.A. or whatever. And a lot of tension between the family. They were doing fan. It's a lot going on with that show. You got to check it out. You might have to go catch up if you haven't. That's on FX. You got to check that out. It was the last thing that um, John Singleton worked on before he passed away. You know, he passed away a few years ago. So RIP to John Singleton. You know him from doing Boys in the Hood, Baby Boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, What was it? Um, uh, Minister Society. I'm trying to think of some other ones he he did. You know what I'm saying? But John Singleton, of course, he did. Remember the time, the music video for Michael Jackson. Um, Wow. Amazing video. 
Uh, yeah, so this is a long story, so I'm going to try to make this as short as possible. It was Harry and Meghan, or Meghan and Harry, whatever. It was talking about them, the long-distance relationship, her being uh, a mixed breed, being a, um, them being an inter, interracial relationship, them dealing with um, the UK being there, um, dealing with the rules there in that country where it's racism going on in England and all that. And just they talked about a lot of things, talked about her upbringing and how she wrote a powerful letter talking about uh, women are not the only one washing dishes. She did this at 11 years old or something like that. Uh, she wrote this and um, she wrote a lot of things into existence. She wanted to be an actor, actress, and eventually she got a role in this um, uh, USA whatever program or whatever. Um, it's called Suits, which I did not watch that show, so I didn't know nothing about uh, Megan then. I knew nothing about her then. Um, but this is like a series. This is a long, this is like a little series. I watched a couple of episodes. I heard about the father. He was, um, her father was into, uh, he, I think he was a director or whatever of, of, uh, married with children. So she was already around this type of thing. And, um, but he became a jerk. He became a jerk. He was part of the uh, paparazzi situation. He put up a fake picture of him and this, this, this a lot of bad blood between those two, but you know, um, and he talked about how the tabloids are, how they make up stories. Um, and, you know, Harry, Harry talks about her husband, of course, um, Diane, of course, Princess Diane's son um, that married this black woman, this mix, this mixed breed or whatever you want to say, um, mixed race, whatever, however y'all want to word it. Um, and the mother, the mother of Megan spoke. And I'm, I'm going to talk about how the first time that Megan ever, Megan ever encountered any type of racism is when she was in the car with her mother. And um, so her mother was blowing the horn because whatever traffic was going on and somebody used the N-word at her mother. And that was the first time that she realized because um, she was never treated like she was black. You know what I'm saying? Because that you know how that saying goes you're not black enough or you're not white enough you know so that's a different world you know what i'm saying that's a different world for i mean only people only mixed kids would be able to understand some of this but then how she learned about some how that country was and how you had to abide by those rules of, of, you know, being in a, a, a prince and being a princess and all this stuff and dealing with the queen of England and dealing with all of that nonsense there. 
Um, and then her half-sister making up lies about her and um, statues this uh, glorifying slavery. And there was a, a comment that Harry, Prince Harry brought up um, about being unconscious, unconscious bias. Um, of not being aware of things, but when you're aware of things, then you know that you got to make a change. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, man, it's a lot. And I wrote some of this down and then it was, uh, they went to visit the family of, uh, cause in 1993, there was a, a black man that was killed by a couple of people in the UK. His name was Stephen Lawrence, hashtag Stephen Lawrence. Y'all want to look that up? Um, so being bi biracial, there's a lot of she she got a lot of death threats. They were following her around. Paparazzi was following her around, and she it wasn't until the death death threat that they were able to do something. When she began to get security, because they said it's nothing we can do because of who you're dating, which is a bunch of BS. So it's like she had to she had to deal with all this, and then she realized she wanted to be an activist. The same thing that that um prince harris um harry became you know and they both were fighting for the same it's, it's just you got to you got you got to listen to this 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 i wrote so many things down but it's like look i can't go over all that i'm not gonna go all, all over all that in the show um but paparazzi is fucked up over there they basically are responsible for the death of princess diane um, because of how aggressive they are of getting the story so that they can get a certain amount of money. Um, and they take no responsibility in that. Um, but there's a, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. If you are in a interracial relationship, like I am, this is, this is really new to me, the long distance and all this, that she talks about all this stuff I mean, I'm not, none of us come from royalty, but some of the stuff I still can relate to, not the paparazzi part, but being tough, dealing with racism in, in this country. Um, we have not been approached like that, um, but I try to prepare for it, even though that she's been um, with other black men and she has kids by another black man. So her kids are mixed. And, you know, it's a dangerous world we live in where you got to protect not only yourself, but protect your kid. My kids are black. You know what I'm saying? And they dealt with this, they dealt with racism. You know what I'm saying? My son never dealt with it that I know of. You know what I mean? He handles things differently. I got to give him credit for that. Um, me, however, I was mad at the world. I was ready to fight everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because that I just felt like, um, yeah, I, but you definitely, you definitely got to look, look at this. If you have Netflix, check this out. Um, 
it's Harry and Megan or Megan, Megan and Harry. I might be saying it backwards, but you get the point. Check this out. Um, it's a few, it's, it's a mini series or whatever, documentary or whatever you want to call it, because both of them are in there and they're talking about the experience. Even their poor baby, they were mad because they did not get to see the baby. They did were mad because they did not get to see the baby. They wanted privacy, at least for the baby. They were called, both of them were called all kinds of things. First of all, they had to leave England. They had to leave the UK. You know what I'm saying? So that they could have the life that it felt like they were being controlled. Like you got to really watch this. There's so much going on. You know what I'm saying? So much going on that I can't get into all of it. You know what I'm saying? It's just not enough time. Um, but they talked about the co-parenting part that they don't want to, they want to be different than their parents or whatever. Um, but her mother is very supportive of her. Um, very supportive, very loving and caring mother. You see where she gets most of her strength and everything from. Um, but you got to check, you got to check this out. You got to check this out. Um, they both came from divorced parents, separate, you know, and they're just trying to do the best they can for their kid. Um, but being who they are, it's tough. And I, she even talked about the point where she wanted to commit suicide. You know what I mean? Because it was just too much. And he takes some of the blame for that. If I didn't take you away from, you know, but I, it's not his, it's not his fault that the world is the way they are. Um, I personally am on their side and I think that people should leave them alone. People should leave them alone. Um, I wish them the best and I hope that they last. And I hope if they have to leave the country to get away from everybody, just so they can be happy, bring their, bring their, whoever they want to bring with them, their, their kid, their real friends. And because I got love for them. First of all, it's not easy being a in a relationship, but it's definitely not easy being with somebody that's uh, royalty. You know what I'm saying? She's an actress or whatever, and you know, activists now. They're both activists. They're both about doing good things for the for the world. You know what I'm saying? So I give them credit, man. I give them a lot of credit and a lot of praise, man. And God be with them. You know what I'm saying? That's what I have to say on on Harry and Meghan. Wish them the best. Much love. Um, now, let me get into Erica Menace. Mena. You know, I like Erica Mena. You know what I'm, uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, she's been through a lot. But see, what I don't like what she's doing, it's not cool on the Breakfast Club or whatever, because they're talking about how hard it was for, for, for um, Angela Yee being on the show. Here go Erica Mena putting in her two cents or whatever, talking about her affair with, with Envy that happened years ago. Years ago. But she wants to bring that up. And she's blaming Angela Yee, saying that she knew about it but didn't tell her. Now, everybody knew that this man was married. So Erica, ain't nobody trying to hear that. 
you shouldn't even have brought this up. You dealing whatever you dealing with, you just bringing more heat on yourself. You know nobody wasn't going to agree with you. Um, so me, I'm just saying, you never should have brought this up. This man is trying to get over the mistake he made with his wife. So now you done you done created problems. So I ain't feeling I'm not feeling Erica right now. Go somewhere and sit down. Go somewhere and sit down. Um, I know you went through a lot with Safari. And um, I don't know. You just need to just. You're bringing up old stuff that you don't need to bring up. You know what I'm saying? You need to leave that alone. Leave it alone and. um the damage is already done. She doesn't say what she said or whatever, but, you know, I don't know. It is what it is, man. Um, I'm just trying to go through everything, everything, you know what I'm saying, right now. Um, let me, let me, let me, um. There's other birthdays I want to talk about. Other birthdays I definitely want to talk about. So I'm getting to that. And, you know, while I'm waiting to do that, man, I, I'm shout out to, um, first of all, the young brother from Atlanta. I'm, I'm going to say, like, is I build relationships with everybody. You know what I'm saying? I try to build relationships with everybody that I work with or whatever, certain people. But in this music thing that I do, you know what I'm saying? I'm not like my brother. I don't know the big celebrities or nothing like that. Um, but we do come encounter with some of them. You know, I had the pleasure of talking to Craig G for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But... Of course, I would have wanted to meet Styles P if he was there. I don't even know if he was there at that event. But um But anyways, going back to um Grinchy, um I wish this brother con continuous success. He's just getting he's just getting started. And um he thanked me for look. I said we got to look out for each other. It's very important that we pass the torch. It's very important that we pass the torch to the next generation. Everybody's so quick to, you know, maybe some of the stuff they come up with is not all that great. But at least they're not in the streets shooting and killing nobody. This is what we're trying to avoid. So whatever music they want to make, and I think this kid is very talented, first of all. And I think a lot of the younger generation out there is talent. But some just need to be guided in the right way. That's, that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? I feel like some of them need to be guided in the right way. Um, so shout out to him. He got a, you know what I'm saying? His project is out. It's called, um, this, uh, 217, the tape, the EP. You want to check that out on all digital platforms, Apple Music, YouTube, Spotify, etc. 
you want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, continue to support. And, and I got music out too. You know what I'm saying? It's some of my old material, but I'm putting it out. Um, so, I, but I'm about to go a little public with it, but I'm going to give him his props first. I'm going to give him his props and I can do that. And I can do that because that is part of my job or what I do when I talk to these people, they've got music or if they have whatever going on. So let me do the birthdays real quick. Happy birthday to DL Ugly. Definitely happy birthday to that brother. Um, Happy birthday to Papoose, Papoose, who turned 45 years old. Um, who else? Who else do I, I believe that that is it for birthdays. Oh, Andy Gibb is not ready. I'm not, no, birthday's not done yet. Um, yes, people that don't know, yes, I, I grew up. I don't want to give away my age. We, I talked about Solid Gold. Andy Gibbs was almost a regular on that show. He went through a lot, been through a breakup, stopped messing with drugs, was doing plays or whatever. I didn't realize how long ago he left us. He was born, um, I know today is March 6th, but he was born March 5th, um, and he died um, March 10th of 1988. He was born... Uh, March 5th, 1958. Sad, sad. You know what I'm saying? Um, happy heavenly birthday. Belated heavenly birthday to him. I try not to leave nobody out. It's so many people's birthday it is. I, I can't remember exactly everyone. Um, happy birthday. To, happy belated birthday to Tina Marie. Um, I heard her daughter singing now as well. Um, let me see. Did I cover everybody's? I think I want. I want to say I covered everybody's birthday. I want to say that I covered everybody's birthday. I think I did. Oh, oh yeah. Let me talk about this. Um, no, first Marvin, um, Winans. Of course, one of the members of the Winans, his birthday was actually yesterday, March 5th. He was born 1958. So, happy belated birthday to him. Um, bad, you know, I don't even know these rappers now. Um, he was one of these um, Florida rappers was arrested for murder after saying he killed a man in his video stupid 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 man to get my favorite part of the show who that fire in the booth so now we go inside man i'll be waiting for this one straight out boston black hole in the building minis in the car yeah 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 how you feeling bro I feel excellent bro feeling good about this I feel excellent. I've been waiting to do this. Welcome I, to I London. Every, I did every other platform. This is this is the one that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting for it. I've been watching you, bro. Woo, woo, woo. Sliding through the game. You know what time it is when you hear this, right? 
different this time charlie mm-hmm. i ain't even come to rap i came to talk rp mecca rp rock my grandma free smokes free buddha if you know you know cmb 617 look on the verge of destruction i stopped trapping them off white like virgil or something Smiling on the outside, beneath the surface, I'm suffering. Barely speaking to my family, I ain't heard from my cousins. Bro escaping from the pain, he let the perkies become him. Tatted like my passport, they always search me at customs. I know God got my life and I put no one above him. But I know the devil on my soul, that's why this rifle is rushing. When I'm solo, I ain't solo. If you get it, you get it. It's HLR in every verse and middle finger to critics. Eight series, but I used to hit them zings in the Civic. I pull up double park wherever, fuck it, bring me the ticket. Sometimes my mornings be the roughest, cause my nights be the longest. Voice in my mind. Keep reminding me that this what I wanted I watch the shit they do for cloud and make me sick to my stomach Fanning out when they in private But they'll diss you in public Fuck it. When you hit your stride, can't nobody affect it. Came to terms with being hated, backstabbed, and neglected. Cussing people off despite the fact time was invested. They'll walk over you if you're going for what Gandhi accepted. Summertime with all my ice on, I'm caught in a hype. Some jewelers selling us some stones and quadruple the price, right? I know I probably should be investing, but I could die any minute. That's why I ball every second. Effort. Just let the car peel. The product doing cartwheels. They love me out in North Carolina. I'm like a tall hill. Look, I can't vibe with these rappers. They're not at all real. Kicking that street shit, the feds coming, they gon' all squeal. Go on Instagram, they already telling. Some people told him, sign a statement, and he already spelling. He was a good kid, social media made him a felon. Thought it was cool to have ops, but ain't no money in drilling. Really? Unless you're drilling for oil. The gentrifiers couldn't fathom what was built from the soil. They stripped the soul out of my city, but I'm still coming back. Negativity and mass, it's hard to leave, I'm attached. Smoking less, but I just told C's to leave me a scrap. Some people only respect violence and they need to be whacked. I'm out in Jersey lately, feeling like I'm Blanco Soprano. With a wife like Carmella, paint the Bentley all yellow. I did a show in Colorado, that shit opened my eyes. That you could do it independent, the majors feeding you lies. Miscommunications had some great people divide. It even happened with my squad, that's what the devil Contrived. Yeah, and I got problems I can't speak about. I lost some people that I thought I couldn't breathe without. I got problems I can't speak about. I lost some people that I love. Molly Mimosas, early morning where we poly with toasters. I just left 10,000 singles on the floor, but was it follies or strokers? I can't remember because it's been harder to focus. I pray to God when I'm hopeless. Never do them how they did me, I'm too pure for that. You know the envy's a disease, go find a cure for that. You know that when you cross that road, it ain't no turning back. You know I grab them Bentley keys and then I'm swerving at. Don't screw your face if we check temperatures like thermostats. Lurking black, should I be doing life if I ain't learn to rap? I put that on my soul that I was trying to take one. But I had a different obligation. Cornballs joke in my comments. Call me Malibu's most wanted. I run it because a house in Malibu, that's what I wanted. When I post up in the trenches, fiends would drop through like Sonic. I risked my life to make it happen. Had to go through the gauntlet. Crack your egg and turn your mind to an omelet. Just being honest, I might take a trip to Sandro. Lambo color hypnotic. That new Range Rover was cool, but shit the color and got it. Gotta keep your integrity because you be nothing without it. Look, industry overcrowded. Rappers be bluffing. If you put no one in position, then you bragging for nothing. I put my city on my back. When I was actually fronting. The flow age better with time. The shit like Benjamin Button. Look, my tennis shoes designer. 
Sandy, you remind us that I don't fear none of you rappers. I consider you vaginas. I bought you with the Glock, you turn your fitted Benny Hannas. But you're global with this music, I got fans out in Ghana. Yeah, keep it a buck with me. You know you should have stuck with me. You know that I made all this shit happen and it wasn't luck for me. I said I'd make a rap, it must have had a lack of trust in me. Left me at my lowest, now you see shit going up for me. That's life, though. Told you I ain't come to rap, I came to talk, Charlie. Wow, wow. What's up, what's up everybody, you're tuned back into the new Del C show, I don't know what part cut off, so I want to go back to the birthdays, happy birthday, belated birthday to Marvin Winans, who uh, was was uh, born March 5th, 1958, so happy belated birthday to him, happy birthday to D.L. Ugly, um, talk sh- Comedian, actor, um, producer, and all that. Um, and brother be talking some real, real intelligent things, man, to help the community. So happy belated birthday to him. Well, not belated birthday. His birthday's today, like my son's. My bad. March 6th, 1963, he was born. So, yes, happy birthday to him. Um, Kurt Franklin was talking about his daughter had a baby and I think that, um, Levi was, I think was the kid's name, but Kurt Franklin wants people to bring real names back. So he brought up a few names, Betty and certain names like that that have a meaning to them. Um, so I'm like, okay. I mean, that's how you feel. But remember, that's your daughter. She, she's going to name the baby what she wants to name the baby. Um, and Nicki Minaj um, addresses rumors of her having a ghostwriter. Okay, she, she addressed that. Okay, she addressed that. I guess somebody was saying whatever they said or whatever, but you know, it is what it is. And uh, she was, she went off, started cussing out in Patois, started cussing people out in Patois and whatever, pussy hole and this and that and bummer clot and everything. You know what I'm saying? That's that, that's that, that's that um, Trinidad coming out. You know what I'm saying? That's that Trinidad coming out of her. Um, Nicki Minaj makes it clear that she doesn't have a ghostwriter and explains why other people's names will sometimes be listed and as writers in the song credit. Okay, if that's what you say, Nicki. That's what you say. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't, you know, I've heard the rumors even about Drake. That he doesn't do his own, he doesn't write his own music or whatever. Um, so I don't know. Listen, it is what it is. I know that for me as an artist, I got to write my own stuff. Nobody can write what I feel. You know what I'm saying? Nobody can write my story. I can, I have to do that. So that's how I feel about the whole like certain things like R&B songs or whatever. That's different. But I'm still a little crazy, you know, whatever. I, I think you can write for people. I don't think that's a problem. 
I don't think. But when you're rapping, I don't know. Um, 50 responds to Melly Mel's recent comments about Eminem. Melly Mel says Eminem is only uh, considered a top five rapper because he's white. You know, a lot of people have said this. You know, Snoop said this. You know what I'm saying? Game is recently saying this. A lot of other people are saying this. You know what I'm saying? Even people that he get along. Like, I, I think I heard either Red Man say this or either Method Man. They're just being honest. Um, but I think Melly Mel feels that he could beat Eminem in a battle. And who are we to say that he can't, man? He's one of the best. He was one of the top lyricists back in the 80s. I know this, we're in 2000 and something, but you see this brother on stage? You see this man on stage? You know what I'm saying? Respect the OGs. Respect the original gangsters, whatever you want to say, original gods, whatever. Respect them. He still got it, man. He's more built. He's more built than LL is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what LL gets some of that ego from. Word up. Like, this dude does not play. Melly Mel does not play. Um, he battled. I heard about the battle that him and KRS-One had. He does not back down. So there was more money selling dope than being in hip-hop when Melly Mel was popping. The culture has grown so much. I'm not sure if it would be... I would be where I'm at with it is today without artists like Eminem. I'm not sure I would be, I would be who I am if it, but I can't even read the other part, but you know, it's uh, competitive. So, you know, he used the N word gonna hate. This is what 50 said. Out of here, we sucker, we sucker free. Um, here's the thing: Why does Fifty always gotta defend Eminem? Like Eminem can't speak for itself. See, when he do that, that's when people start looking at him like, "Yo, y'all are house negroes and all that stuff," because you're defending. You know, they might make seem like, yo, you're defending this white guy. Well, this white guy can speak. Eminem can speak up for himself. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's, that's how I feel. Like, he's, Melly Mel was saying with a lot of people, how a lot of people fail, and only a few people are going to be honest and say that. You know what I'm saying? But me pers me personally, depending on what list you're talking about, Eminem is not on my top five list. I'm sorry. He's not. He's not. Um, when are we talk what time are we talking about? He possibly might be, depending on if I do a top ten list of two thousand in something, Eminem could be on that list. But if I'm talking about the 80s, I mean, if I'm talking the 80s, 90s, Eminem's not on that list. If you look at the 80s, well, who was dope in the 80s, Tupac and, and Biggie wouldn't be on that list. And I had this discussion with somebody 
at the at the um on the phone. Shout out to uh, Guy Legacy and OC, the producer. We had this talk. You know what I'm saying? And I was saying, I was saying, yo, depending on what you're looking at, a lot of these people that you know eventually came in the '90s or '80s or was they, they were doing whatever they was doing, but it wasn't in front of the public eye. Whatever. We didn't know about them. We weren't in New York or whatever. So right off the back is Melly Mel. So we can't forget that. Me growing up in the time that I did, I'm going to say it's Melly Mel. I'm going to say it's Kumo D. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say people like that. Then I'm going to say LL, possibly, because I looked up to LL. Then I'm going to say Rakim. Then I'm going to say Big Daddy Kane. KRS-One. All these, you know, the list goes on. But Eminem is not on. I mean, I don't know what kind of list people do. So, But if you do a top 10 list, Eminem might be somewhere there. Top 20 list, he might be somewhere there. Top five list, no, he's not on that list. He's just not on that list. Even if I go to the 90s, some people will not make it on that list. They won't. From who's the dopest, my list would be like from who's the dopest, who's the most lyricist, who got, who's a better songwriter. It would be, my list would be crazy. From female to males, it would be crazy. You know what I'm saying? It would be crazy because I would never, and then see, I said another thing too, right? I would never say somebody is the greatest of all time. LL said that, fine. But even with him, there's so many other artists out there that's that's dope, you know what I'm saying? And they do their thing that I can't just put one person, I can't give one person that credit and say that they're the greatest of all time. I hate when people do that. You know what I'm saying? And that's their opinion, but I do, I just don't like it when they do that. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel everybody, everybody has a time when they shine, when they're in their prime. All these, all these artists that we that we that we love to listen to, and we we went to their shows or whatever the case was. So that's. I'm tired of fifty. Stop speaking up for Eminem. Let Eminem's talk for itself because it looks like you a house Negro to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? So chill and let Eminem speak on his own behalf. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Jada Kiss believes that that record labels should be held responsible for violent music. Do y'all agree what he had to say? Absolutely. They should be responsible. They making money off of they making money off of them putting out that bullshit. Of course, absolutely. Um, this else, this is what else he says. Record labels are being successful off of nonsense. 
Kiss stated, somebody went somebody went out, did something stupid, recorded a song about it, and was able to get a, lo- a lot of streams. And that became a thing with the whole drill scene. They actually going out, getting ac- um, active, and doing stuff, and then going to the studio and make a, a song about what they just did. That should get nipped in the butt as soon as is is uh it got created facts i agree but nobody's gonna but but nobody's going to these labels and saying the wrong that they wrong for this kiss continue we're just blaming it on the kids so like my brother said he don't like to just put all the blame on these young artists because the radio stations are making them the top songs of the playlist and the labels are still signing them. Facts. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree with what Jada Kiss is saying on that. And you heard what I just, you heard what they just said. That's that rapper that just, that I just talked about who killed whoever he killed and they're already going to make this a law. So he went out there and did what he did. And that is it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got to be held responsible for this. Simple as that. Um... I think, you know, I think this is it. I think this is it. There's no more that I want to discuss. Oh, one more thing. Air Michael Jordan requests to cast uh, Viola Davis to play his mom, Dolores Jordan, in upcoming film. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm going to say this. Not a fan of Jordan. Um, not anymore. I liked, I used to like Jordan back in the days until I found out what an asshole he is, you know, to a lot of people, especially the rappers. And nah, that's, that ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? That ain't cool. I ain't with it. And, um, so that's that, you know what I'm saying? That's that. That's that's what it is. And yeah, that's that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um I wanna say that's it. I don't wanna forget anybody, you know what I'm saying? And as always, I like to thank the listeners for tuning in. Um, as always, stay blessed, stay positive. Remember to always let your loved ones know you love them because tomorrow's not promising no man, woman, or child. Listen, tune in for the Wednesday show. I don't know how it's going to be, but you just tune in. And um, th- that's it. I'm out. One. Always.
Shout out Jay Blue on production. Yeah, about to vibe with this one. Yeah. Get it, get back home, did a couple years, now I'm back on the maps loan. How much I can make off this track phone? I tax those niggas who ain't getting it from back. Got home, pass phones, play for play, but you pay in the gas store. Cash flow while I'm puffing on the gas slow. I got mad smoke in the kitchen from whipping up these half clothes. That crack flow is the usual, that fast flow. I get mad though, so I weigh it up and I bag more. And pass low in the 750 with black chrome. The stash grown since a nigga been putting masks on. If I ain't eating with you, then you like a cast on. In my half zone, you be paid or we blast homes. I'm back on the same shit before I hit the box. Breaking on blocks, in the spots, putting the pop in the butt in the cops. It never stops, it'll come back in full circle. They say you reap what you sow and karma gets this shit and I hurt you. Niggas are murky for a couple grand or a couple grands by the young fam, so they can be the ones supplying the men. Stuck with a plan, I had visions of multi millions and came up with a plan. Took them up and expand. I'm trapping out the sedan, I'm riding dirty, I ain't worried, got it buried within. So I swear with a grin and only concern with the wind. So I Serving and then switch my current event. Take the year off and I'm at your service again. And they get motional because they be roller coasting though. They're stuck and slow and stuck and going. They be fucking up my flow. You germinate a seed right, then you can watch it grow. I tunnel vision though, fast my speed and I'm needing more. The worst that gon' happen is I don't make it rapping this. Three times felon going right back to trapping because them bills gotta get paid. And my baby mama yapping like me coming home from doing nine years ain't even happening. But fuck it, I'm about that action. So my daughter gotta eat. So I put in that work and hustle harder in the street. It Started with the plan, but went farther with the dream And it's hard to change a man when it's part of who I be And part in the honesty, but ain't too much change Except for when I did a bit, I learned a few more things Got a couple good connects to pull a few more strings To put me in a position to look at you all strange Now they looking at me sick, cause they know I'm getting chips And they out here snatching crumbs, like a pigeon on the strip And I was gone, they flew the coop, but I don't really give a shit Cause now I'm back, stunting on them, and they say I'm on some shit I tell them to suck a dick and make sure they swallow the tip Cause you ain't hopping on my neck because a nigga rich and call me be a bitch but i swear i love her though i treat her like that white girl won't leave her for no other hoe i told niggas i would make it but ain't nobody listen ain't nobody give a fuck no one paid attention i spent my whole life living in my own dimension you know that niggas crazy they would say when i was mentioned i remember long nights when i was up in prison i spent trying to find the meaning of life i was living i thought that if i work hard success would be a given but my life a constant auction and the devil's always bidding but even before the winning i was still sending niggas Making sure they mouths and they ones they feeding was eating right. Don't need a price. Love and loyalty is what you need in life. The niggas doing real time and some won't even see the light. Bright futures go dim on the coldest nights or the hottest days when you roll the dice. Niggas so used to seeing death that they don't know this life. Like they know the wrong but never go with right. And in between all of the black, they only see the white. The tunnel vision, that cocaine only thing in sight. Shit, I live a lonely life so you know it's only right. I don't trust a fucking soul because I know the phony type. They plot behind my back. Smile up in my face because the hype that money didn't change shit. I'll be the same in afterlife. I'm screaming, fuck all of these niggas. If they ain't acting right, then they can get left quick. I'll be on that next shit. Ain't taking shit from nobody. I demand respect, bitch. I call it how I see it too. Realizing who was who. You wasn't there when I was down and out. So how the fuck we cool in nine years by myself? I ain't get nobody help, but now their hands out like I owe a fucking favor. Cause they got insufficient funds. I'll see you niggas later. The shit I've been through, it made me who I am and greater. That's why niggas still here, snapping like a cat. Shout out to my niggas locked down, man. Niggas, man. Niggas, man. Always. If you ain't got that date, man, keep it faith, man. Y'all already know. Y'all already know, man. Ten toes down in this shit, man. Till I come up, man. Real niggas with me, man. Fake niggas on the other side, nigga. Shit embarrassing what they doing, you know? Already know that. It's always Eastside, nigga. Nevertheless. Let's get it.
around with magic or play around with Sharon. Play around in all of these battles. Look, I'm grown. I'm a man taking care of my family on my own. No matter how I play, I'm still a king on that throne. I know I bullshit sometimes and get you aggravated. Ironic, I'm a class clown but still graduated. Flex, I know why they envy me. Cause I went from battle rap to MTV. From MTV to Hot 9 and BET. I light your block up with a finger. I could BET. You think you better than Clips? You on PCP. The Clips still trying to drop out for his GED. Headshot, I leave you ruthless like Eze. Ha! Huh?